Today on Anime Spectacular, you'll hear some music from one of the classic television series Dirty Pair, brand new released music from the original Fooly Cooly or FLCL, music from Full Metal Panic, Armitage the Third, Polymatrix, and brand new music from the release of Violet Evergarden. It's all this and more today on Anime Spectacular, and it starts now. On the air and streaming on the web since 1996, this is Cinematic Sound. Welcome to Anime Spectacular, Episode 3. Today, you'll be hearing some great music from different composers of anime films and television programs. First off today, you'll be hearing music from Dirty Pair, the television series. Let's learn a little bit about this series. It's an anime television series based on the novels, simply titled Dirty Pair. It ran for 26 episodes that aired on Nip. Nippon Television, which affiliates from July to December of 1985. Despite winning the Anime Anime Grand Prix Prize in 1985, it was canceled after 24 episodes were released due to its ratings, leaving only two episodes that were produced and were unaired. The episodes were later released along with the 10-episode sequel OVA series, and it was under the title With Love from the Lovely Angels. The television series, which remains two OVA episodes, were released by Nozomi Entertainment, who released it into a two box sets, and David Williams from Sente Filmworks did confirm that he offered to produce an English dub of the release, but it was declined for unknown reasons. This makes the television series the only Dirty Pair animation to not have an English dub of any kind. Dirty Pair was aired in North America on the Showtime Beyond channel. The English version of Dirty Pair was licensed by ADV Films. The Dirty Pair anime has a closer setup to the original light novels by Haruka Takachino, more than any of the other incarnations. Unlike the light novels, the universe of the anime has more a comical atmosphere and presents the typical styles of a 1980s-inspired future. The Lovely Angels and the WWWA reside in a location known as Eleanor City, where Kai and Yuri live in an apartment together in the city's famous Democles Tower. The chief is the 3WA in this version is Ghoulie Andrew Francis along with Calico who serves as second in command. The lovely angels have two assistants, a genetically modified feline named Mugi and a small robot named Nanmo. The score for the television series is composed by Miki Matsubara, which she has done most of what exists of Dirty Pair. It's very electronic and hasn't aged very well. However, it has a taste of nostalgia 
that warms my heart to play this very enjoyable music. So for your listening pleasure, more music from Dirty Pair, the television series.
This is Cinematic Sound On Demand. Welcome back to the show. Next on the program is the newly released three-disc version of Fooly Cooly, or otherwise known as FLCL. The series came out in early 2000 and is one of the highest rated miniseries that has hit the U.S. in a long time. The animation style is very loose and sometimes very jerky and rough. However, there are other portions of the miniseries that show its true brilliance for beautiful animation. It still stands as one of the best portrayals of budding adolescence and emotional whirlwind that comes with it in scenes that mixes between stillness and mania at a whiplash-inducing pace. The absurd exploits of despondent 12-year-old Nyota Nan Daba as he tries to balance family, friendship, and love in the midst of an intergalactic standoff strikes a weird balance between the relatable and ridiculous. That usually takes more than a single viewing to get. Watching the arguments between Nyota and the enigmatic guitar-toting space alien Haruku Haruhara is a perpetual goldmine of comedy. Finally seeing Nyota come into his own at the end is as triumphant as it is mind-bending. The score is mainly composed by a group known as The Pillows. They were a pillar in Japanese rock guitar music, and it stands the test of time from the series, short-lived as it is. The energy of these pop rock songs brings in a different type of style from the usual orchestral scores you're going to find in other shows. The group, made up by vocalist, guitarist, Sao Wao Yamanaka, lead guitarist Yoshiki Manabe, and drummer Shinichiro Sado, formed back in 1989 from the remnants of the now defunct punk rock band Kenzie and the Trips. In almost three decades, the Pillows have amassed a cult following through FLCL but their prolific catalog spans 21 different albums, with another record due out this September. With the release of Alternative and Progressive FLCL, The Pillows stand as a rock group that creates the world of Fooly Cooly. I absolutely love this release. You can find it through CD Japan and Amazon. The brilliant work by The Pillows stands the test of time, and moves forward with a brand new series. I hope you enjoy this suite of music.
This is Cinematic Sound On Demand. Welcome back. Our next series we're going to talk about is Full Metal Panic from 2002. We will discuss the first series. There's four different series for this, and there's also Second Raid, Fumafu, and Invisible Victory. The synopsis is equipped with cutting-edge weaponry and specialized troops. A private military organization named Mithril strives to extinguish the world's terrorism and all threats to peace on Earth. The organization is powered by the Whispered, individuals who possess intuitive knowledge and the remarkable ability to create powerful devices and machinery. 17-year-old Sosuke Sagara, a sergeant working for Mithril, has been assigned to protect Kaname Chidori, a whispered candidate. He is ordered to join her high school class and to be close to her as possible to prevent her from falling into enemy hands, that is, if he can safely blend into their fellow classmates without revealing his true identity. Sosuke, who was raised on a battlefield and has very little knowledge of an average high school student's lifestyle, must adapt to a normal school life to safeguard Konami. However, enemy forces have already begun making their move, and Sosuke is about to find out that the adversary coming for the Whispered Girl may be a lot more familiar than he expects. Now, the series started as a manga and has really taken the world by storm. The story's fantastic, the animation style is crisp and beautiful, it's really clean, and the score is a solemn in places, but also brings out the full life of the series with amazing orchestral writing. The composers are Toshihiko Sahashi and Mikuni Shimakawa. I have to say, they do a brilliant job with the militaristic and mecha-focused score. I hope you enjoy the suite of music I've chosen, and the soundtrack can be found through Amazon and is produced by Pony Canyon Productions.
Streaming on the web since 1996, this is Cinematic Sound. Welcome back to the show. Next up on our program is Eureka 7 from 2005. Eureka 7 is another anime series that involves mechs, a relationship between a young boy and a young girl, military brats, and the abilities to pilot these mechs. The basic plot of the series shows, apart from hoverboarding, 14-year-old Renton Thurston finds his life boring until a large LFO robot called Nervash crashes into his room one day without warning. The pilot is a beautiful young girl named Eureka, who has come to have her LFO serviced in the garage run by his family. But following her are the Gecko State a small band of guerrilla fighters and a United Federation forces called KLF. The series ran two seasons and created more love for robots and mechs, the military characters and the other fun characters for the series, and more. The composer for the series was Naoki Sato, who has made a name for himself through projects such as X, Sword of the Stranger, Blood Sea, Stand By Me, Doraemon, Battleship Yamato, and many others. So the music he's composed is very two-sided. On one end, it's very orchestral and sentimental. Then on the other side, it's full of electronic and energy. You get the full scope of some of the tracks in the simplest forms through the orchestral writing, and then you get the best electronic scoring through the techno tracks. I hope you enjoy this suite of music and it was produced through Anaplex and Bandai Music.
Since 1996, this is Cinematic Sound. Welcome back to the show. Next on the program is music from the 2018 Netflix original anime, Violet Evergarden. This is a brand new anime from Kyoto Animation Studios. It originated as Japanese light novels, and the story revolves around auto-memory dolls. People initially employed by a scientist named Dr. Orland to assist his blind wife Molly in writing her novels, and later rented out to other people who needed their services. In the present time, the term refers to the industry of writing for others. The story follows Violet Evergarden's journey of reintegrating back into society after the war is over and her search for her life's purpose now that she's no longer a soldier, and the fact that she doesn't really know who she is. However, there's a twist. She has mechanical hands that are like robot-like, and yet also steampunkish. It's highly acclaimed and beautifully animated. The style is classic Victorian and has elements of modern ages. The composer is Evan Call, and he's known for Tokyo ESP and Dance with the Devils. He takes influences from blues and woodwind instruments, along with the iconic sounds of a typewriter. He worked with the Boston Symphony Orchestra, and he even got to meet John Williams while recording music. The music has a very classic feel to it. It builds and even haunts you with its violins and piano. The music for me keeps my interest, bringing me closer into this fantastic world of beauty and violence. The CD release can be found through BGM Records, and I hope you enjoy this glorious and beautiful suite of music.
Television and video game music radio show, Cinematic Sound. Welcome back to the show. Next on our program is Dominion Tank Police, originally titled Dominion through the Japanese manga. It was written and illustrated by Masamune Shiro, set in the fictional city of Newport, Japan, in a future where the bacteria as well as air pollution, have become so severe that people must wear gas masks when outdoors. The series follows a police squadron that uses military-style tanks. The miniseries has elements of comedy interspersed throughout, and yet you can tell Masami and Shiro's style in everything that's produced through the anime itself. Masami and Shiro is most notable with Appleseed and Ghosts in the Shell. The score is purely synthetic in nature, but it's orchestrated and even brings in elements of metallic sounds right from the beginning of the score. 
It's composed by Yoichiro Yoshikawa, and he designs it to sound very 80s, even though and it was produced in the 1980s. The most significant part of this anime is the style, and it draws you into the characters and makes you care about them a great deal. The music can be found through B Music Corp. I hope you enjoy this suite.
the air and streaming on the web since 1996. This is Cinematic Sound. Welcome back to the show. Our next iteration into this episode is Armitage the Third Polymatrix. This anime came out in 1995. Here's the basic plot. In 2046, the overpopulation of Earth has begun to colonize Mars with the aid of the first-type androids. Men were able to begin terraforming the unfriendly environment of Mars and built the city St. Lowell. Seventy years after the start of the colonization, the city is completed and inhabited by great numbers of people and second-type robots, much improved versions of the first types. Ross Syllabus, voiced by Kiefer Sutherland for the English cast, a middle-aged policeman from Chicago, flies to St. Lowell using a space shuttle. Syllabus asks to be transferred to the Martian Police Department to escape from his past and haunting memories of his previous partner being killed by a robot. At the St. Lowell's spaceport, he's meeting with his new partner, a young woman named Naomi Armitage, voiced by Elizabeth Berkeley. The two are a great team and try to solve murders of robots or second types being murdered through the movie. There are some great reveals in this film, and even though it has a very 80s score. The electronic elements of the music add to the metallic feel of science fiction and cyberpunk future ideals. For some strange reason, I really enjoy this film. I think it's the fact that Naomi Armitage is so short compared to Ross and how they actually fall for each other, which comes up even in the sequel. The soundtrack was composed by Haruyuki Namba, and he really doesn't pull any punches with this completely electronic and synth score. Even with that, it feels like it has several orchestral elements to it as well. You can get the score through Universal Sony Music and Funimation. I hope you enjoy this suite.
scrapyard kitten starts to cry and the dust covered memories fill my eyes caught in dreams with crystal streams and I can't see
on the air and streaming on the web since 1996. This is Cinematic Sound. Sadly, we have come down to another end of Anime Spectacular. I'd like to thank Tim Burton for lending his voice for the bumpers and stingers throughout the show. I'd also like to thank David Casina for composing Cinematic Sound Radio's theme music. And I'd like to thank Eric Woods, always, for letting me loose on his station. So to close out this episode today, I'd like to include music from Cowboy Bebop, the series that aired in 2001. This surprised me when it first appeared through Toonami on Cartoon Network and it seemed older than 2001. I love this series to death. It's one of my favorite all-time anime series. Well, next to Gurren Lagann. It is basically the futuristic adventures of an easygoing bounty hunter and his partners. Their adventures, the relationships that develop throughout the show, and more. I think the storytelling is tight and a bit gut-wrenching in the end. The score is composed by the amazing Yoko Kano, who has done the most amazing work through video games and anime series alike. The soundtrack has a principal focus on jazz. The recordings were with an international effort, with many notable names attached, including that of the recording engineer Rudy Van Gelder. You can find it through Victor Entertainment and a subsidiary of JVC Kenwood Records. I hope you enjoy this wild ride of orchestral rock jazz music and the amazing rocking sounds that end this episode. And so, until next time, keep watching anime and happy listening.
Thank you for listening to Cinematic Sound Radio. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. Don't forget to check us out at cinematicsound.net on the web, Sound Radio on Twitter, and Cinematic Sound on Facebook. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment right now to rate and review the show. It really helps get the show noticed. And don't forget to tell all your friends about the program as well. We really appreciate the support. And please check out our affiliate at Movie Scores and More Radio at moviescoreradio.com.